Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. This message is proclaimed daily on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. You can listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you as a podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Watchman on the Wall on your favorite podcast platform. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and TuneIn. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast, another way to reach the world and proclaim that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. We're going to deviate from what we would normally call a podcast here and draw some attention to a May 10th, 2021 column from the website toddstarns.com. There's a trend in what we would call Christianized nations to criminalize Christians who speak out on social issues. Canada seems to have led the charge with the United States in lockstep. Reports are now coming in from Great Britain as well. It is my firm belief that Satan is frighteningly aware of how little time he has to do his dirty work before the Lord puts him in his place. There is a future day during the tribulation when Revelation 12.12 will be fulfilled. It says, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. The time mentioned in that verse is panic time for Satan. His days will be fully and specifically numbered, and he will be going into overdrive to do the maximum damage before he is cast into the pit of hell forever. Yes, at the time mentioned in that verse, he will be able to count the days because it is a fixed time with a specific start and ending. For now, he doesn't know when it will begin. But he does know enough to realize it is not very far future. His current scheme seems to be destroy Christianity and Bible-believing churches by any means he can. Attacking pastors seems to be his latest thrust. If they are tangled legally, they might not be as effective. Now, with that as prologue, let's see what Todd Starnes published in May with quotes in chunks and reading between the lines to interpret it. Here goes. A British boarding school secretly reported its Christian chaplain to the government's anti-terrorism watchdog for a sermon defending students' rights to question new LGBT policies. The Reverend Dr. Bernard Randall, who is ordained in the Church of England, was fired for a 2018 sermon he gave at Trent College, a boarding school in England, with children ages 11 to 17. When I gave that sermon, I never thought anything like this could happen. 
Randall told the Todd Starnes show. After the school introduced pro-LGBT ideological identity politics, the chaplain told the students if they wanted to accept it, it's absolutely fine. But for Christians, you do not have to accept it. He told them to love their neighbors, but they don't have to abandon the truth of marriage or biology, reminding them that religious belief is protected under law. If you are aware of what is going on these days, you know that to say children do not have to swallow politically correct garbage is not going to be accepted by those who are seeking to control the direction of education and critical thinking today. They intend to manage the thinking of the next generation before they can develop mature critical thinking ability. Quoting Randall, speaking to Todd Starnes, management dragged me into a meeting the following Monday and interrogated me about this. Why had I done this? And then I was suspended and then I was sacked for gross misconduct. Trent College is a pre-college boarding school, not to be confused with what Americans think of as a college. His message was delivered within the walls of a school that is affiliated with the Church of England, which is considered as Protestant and Evangelical. The school claimed Reverend Randall's message was harmful to LGBT students. The school flagged him, their employee, to an anti-terrorist group that is charged with determining what people are potentially violent religious extremists. But that wasn't enough. He was also labeled as a danger to children. In England, you can translate that as being equal with a pedophile. Fortunately, after a police investigation, the school was advised that Randall presented no counterterrorism risk or risk of radicalism. Randall is 48 and is taking the school to court for discrimination, harassment, victimization, and unfair dismissal supported by the Christian League Center. In a perfect world, I'd be reinstated and the school would adopt better Christian values, Randall said. And I just want to raise awareness that this is what's going on in our country, and I know in America, too, that there are these cultural battles going on, he said. We want to make sure that Christianity has a voice. Randall warns too many Christians are sleepwalking amid the danger of the gender identity politics that are being presented as being nice and kind to people. But there's actually a political agenda that sits behind it, and too many people just don't realize actually how radical some of those political views are, and they're anti-Christian as well, Randall said. It's not about acceptance anymore, Starnes added. It's about destruction of anyone that disagrees with them. We have no idea how virulent the poison is that is being spread throughout the formerly civilized world. There have been many who have worked quietly and constantly behind the scenes to destroy education systems. They remove facts, history, and truth, and substitute lies straight from Satan and the pits of hell to take away our children's minds' abilities to reason and accept their lies. 
COVID has proved to be a perfect vehicle to shut the mouths of many who might have protested, but for fear of catching a dread disease that is no more virulent than many flu strains of the past, there has been little pushback. The average person is afraid of dying from COVID, but is unaware that over 99% of those who get COVID fully recover. The horror stories, usually about people with underlying conditions that multiplied the problems with the virus, are all we hear on the news. So the pot is constantly stirred to keep fear alive. That same news media will not tell the horror stories that are related to the vaccines that are being administered. The average person is wearing at least one mask, maybe more, when in fresh air outside or when driving a car with air conditioning on, alone or in their own homes. It is fear. We're at a point when COVID has come to equal the level of demonization that has come to be thought of when someone speaks out about the LGBTQ agenda. It is not natural. God's Word condemns the LGBTQ ideals. Oh, did I say that? I guess they'll come for me now. Romans 1, 18 through 32 is a passage that leaves no doubt of God's opinion of the gay agenda. The good chaplain in Great Britain is on the right side as long as he stands true to God's word. Consider these selected phrases condensed from that long passage. Here's part of it. The devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. When they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meet or appropriate." God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. At the end of that passage is a long list of indictments against humanity today. That was Romans chapter 1. Go back and read it when you can. Then pray for God's mercy on humanity today. Friends, we have been told to look for the signs of the times. 
change your thinking. We are living in the times of the signs. Jesus is coming back soon. He said, surely I come quickly. But that was never more true than today. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. <laughs>